You're listening to a podcast from 702. Bongani Rikwa on 702. Your number one news and talk station. On 92.7 and 106 FM. It is seven minutes after five o'clock. Welcome to the last hour of the afternoon drive on this Thursday afternoon. Of course, uh, the crisis at the Gauteng Department of Health took center stage at the Provincial Budget Adjustments uh, Announcement this afternoon with the MEC Barbara Creasy warning that the department is not out of the woods yet. They will be receiving the largest budget uh, adjustment of 1.23 billion rand in the Gauteng medium-term budget policy statement uh, that is presented uh, this afternoon in the legislature. This is to help the department deal with its spending pressures on goods, services and personnel. Uh, of course, we know that there's been a committee that's been established by Gauteng Premier David Makura uh, to deal with the financial situation of the department. There's a turnaround strategy and it's focusing on effective human resources, health operations management and all those big sounding words. But 1.2, 1.23 billion rand is the adjustment. I want us to have a conversation and I want you to be a part of it, 011-883-0702, in terms of if you were, shall we say, if you were consulting for the Department of Education in Gauteng, if you were consulting for Dr. Ramukhopa, what would you be advising? What's the advice you would be giving her in terms of how this money should be spent, where it, the priorities lie? And I suppose... We can get angry until we're blue in the face about some of the issues that have arisen out of decisions that have been made at Gauteng Health. But perhaps it's time for us to take a step back and do something a little different and offer constructive advice. A lot of these issues have been own goals. No question about it. No question about it. But perhaps sometimes it's warranted to take a step back and say, let's all be part of the solution. Let's all be. It's our province. It's our province. It's our money. As taxpayers, it is our money. So let's be part of the solutions. Joining us now is a qualified family physician and CEO of Proactive Health Solutions, Dr. Fundile Nyati. He joins us on the line from Midrand. Good afternoon to you and thank you for your time. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Bongani, and uh, good afternoon to the listeners. It's been months of scandal after scandal. We've had life esitimeni. We've had yesterday coffins on the highway. We've had on this show conversations about food being prepared from kitchens uh, with sewage spillages. How do we make sure that the Gauteng Department of Health is healthy again, that it puts people at the center of its policy making and delivers in that way? Oh, um, I think that's a, a major, major challenge, but it's a challenge that needs to be addressed as a matter of urgency. Um, I think there are a couple of areas that we need to look at. Um, I think just the organization itself, um, if one read the report from earlier today about the, you know, the additional budget uh, that they were given, yes, one of the things that was mentioned was that the department uh, has got a serious challenge as far as leadership, the quality of leadership and management is concerned. You know, so the people who are actually driving the department, there needs to be serious improvement there. You know, so, so at what level uh, are we talking about? We're talking now from the highest level. I mean, we've been listening to the many issue, and the issues are starting uh, at, at at HOD level, which is the accounting office of the department, and all the way down. 
you know. So issues of leadership and management, they desperately need attention. Uh, and so the department has to look at, you know, short-term and medium to long-term ways of addressing that issue. In general, you know, healthcare workers, um, we're very good at a technical level in terms of what we are qualified to do. As but, clinicians, uh, right? Yeah, clinicians, yes. But uh, when it comes to issues of leadership and management, we really have baked. You know, uh, most of us never get anything that empowers us at an undergrad level. And yet, uh, because we are good surgeons or good whatever, you know... You're expected uh, to be managers as well. Exactly. So I think there needs to be a quick address of that. All right, let's Uh, talk about this 1.23 billion rand. If you were advising Dr. Gwen Ramachopa, what would you say should be her priorities around this? Okay. Uh, I think uh, the priorities that need to be looked at, I mean, we are hearing that there are accruals from the previous year. Yes, this is an issue that keeps being brought up. And to be fair to her, I mean, this is a long-standing issue that's been a problem considerably before she became MEC. Yes, but it's a symptom of an underlying problem. Again, today it was revealed that uh, in some areas there's total loss of, uh, you know, financial controls within the department, okay? So I think uh, starting with these accruals, uh, as a department, they must focus on who are the people who are owed uh, and not just go and pay that which these people are owed. There is something that is referred to as, you know, offer of compromise, where you who's owing money to somebody, you go and say, I can pay you 50 cents for every rand that I'm owing you. You know, that way uh, you could be able to reduce that liability, you know, uh, by half. And I'm not hearing much of that kind of uh, hard bargaining by the department. Instead, they are allowing the cases to proceed, uh, incurring legal fees and all of that. So to me, that would be the first area to target. And I imagine a huge amount of this is going to go towards human capital anyway. Exactly, exactly. I mean, um, about uh, just about 55% of their annual expenditure is on personnel because the department, most of the work that is done is labor-intensive, you know. Uh, so that's one area, the area of the, you know, of, 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 of the accruals. The area about, you know, people management, this, the cost of, 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 of having the people doing the work. Uh, I think there are inefficiencies in some areas, and I don't think there's optimal utilization of the skill. Now, they need to allow for natural attrition, uh, that is the people, who, you know, disability, death, uh, resignation, freeze some of those non-critical posts, you know, what? and invest in more critical posts. And that way they will reduce the expenditure. What about the fact that they're under extreme pressure? Because, of course, particularly for Gauteng, being the province that receives uh, the most foreign nationals, who then obviously then, uh, you know, put some pressure on the resources available in terms of what's budgeted for people from Gauteng rather than outsiders. Is that a factor to deal with? It is a major, major issue. Because, number one, I mean, in the... the In, 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 uh, in 2011, we were told that there were 12 million people in, in, in Gauteng, you know, and I think that number has increased substantially. Now, it's difficult for them to budget because there's people who are coming from the neighboring countries who come for better health care here. There's people who are coming from the neighboring provinces within South Africa, you know. So it, it is a moving target for them. So it is definitely an issue. Uh, and I think to manage that, 
for the southern countries, there has to be better government-to-government type of uh, agreements so that they can be able to recoup the funds. And also province-to-province agreements to get them to recoup the funds. The funds that are spent for road accidents, you know, they must also have, you know, better agreements with RAF to get those monies back. The medical aids that are dumping people into the public health system, they need to get that money back as well. All right, one or two more points, uh, one or two more words of advice for the MEC as we look for helpful solutions for Gauteng Health. Well, I think uh, also one of the things that they need to look at because the budget is still going to be limited looking you know, at, 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 you know, at, the, at the years to come, but they need to look at innovative ways of getting additional funding. Uh, and, and one of those ways um, you know, is to have public-private partnerships you know, a lot has been said about public-private partnerships, but I think uh, the issue of political will or the distrust between public and private sector is one of the issues that are problematic there. If they can look, at, there are corporates that are looking to partner with a province like Gauteng, you know, as part of their CSI, and that would go a long way in helping them, especially investment in things like technology to enable their people to do their work in a much better and modern way. So it's one of the areas that they need to look at. Unfortunately, though, we have to talk about accountability because whilst a number of these issues are quite beyond the control of officials, some of these are own goals. And when you talk about private-public partnerships, certainly the private sector wants to know that their money is going to be well spent and that it's going to be looked after. I know of instances where facilities and machinery has been donated to public health care only to come back a few months later and find it not being used not being adequately uh, uh, managed so those things also become a problem there needs to be a sense that when things go wrong there's accountability and heads will roll i fully agree with you and again you know those donations those partnerships must fall within the broader strategy of the organization and i get a sense that at times you know there is not a shared vision you know within the different parts of the government you know of of, of uh, department of health that would ensure that you know where there are partnerships those partnerships are working towards ensuring that uh, those goals uh, you know uh, of the department are met so yes there has to be accountability and uh, what we've heard from ECD many there has been very little uh, accountability at various levels within the organization all right dr fundile on the line there. He's a qualified family physician and also a businessman as CEO of Proactive Health Solutions on the line there from Midrand. Listening in, of course, uh, on that conversation is uh, the MEC for Health uh, for, in, for MEC for Health in Gauteng, Dr. Gwenda Mokhopa, and uh, she'll be listening in on some of your calls as well, and of course, we'll be giving her a right of reply in just a moment. I want you to call us 011-883-0702. Health has received uh, the lion's share of the budget adjustments 1.23 billion rand how should this money be spent be spent it is our province it is our health let's offer constructive solutions and maybe we can prevent the disasters of life esedimeni or the coffins we saw on the highways yesterday 702. 702. Bongani Bingwa. Wrapping up your day. All right, welcome then to the Gauteng Health MEC, Dr. Gwen Ramachopa. Good afternoon to you and thank you for your time. Uh, good afternoon, uh, Dr. Bongani, and uh, thank you for having me and, and uh, good afternoon to listeners. So what we're going to do, Dr. Gwen, we're going to do something a little different from what we might usually do. Um, I'm hoping you've got uh, a pen and paper and a writing down 
furiously the ideas that are going to be coming through because obviously you would have uh, been quite aware over the last days, I suppose, and uh, even around this uh, life estimating arbitration hearings that we've had serious problems in Gauteng Health. And so today I'm taking you up on your challenge the last time we spoke on air to find constructive solutions. And we're inviting Gautengers to call you and say, seeing as you've got the lion's share of this budget adjustment, how should it be spent? What are their ideas? And hopefully we can get something constructive out of that. Uh, that's uh, greatly welcome, and um, I have uh, actually, I had already started uh, consulting quite widely, including hospital boards, clinic committees, and also professional uh, structures. Uh, but indeed, uh, the life many the ADR process uh, is uh, really hurtful, it's painful, and uh, 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 it needs to pull yeah. us together as society and say, how can you make sure that... It uh, never happens it again. Again. All right, let's yes. listen in as we take calls. Uh, let's go to yes. Pastor Les. Pastor Les, good afternoon to you. Uh, short Hi, and sharp, Johnny, please. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. Short and sharp, so we can get as many through, uh, uh, you know, as many ideas through to the MEC as we possibly can. Go for it. Number one, a partnership between health and social development should be more effective because the, uh, the, those people at Estimeni were under the Mental Health Act. However, the, uh, the facilities are under social development. Health services to such NGOs should be covered by health department. Residential uh, uh, costs should be under the, um, under the NGOs and uh, uh, DSD. And then there should be a disability act. There's no disability okay. act which needs to be costed. Health and social development working well together there, says Pastor Les. Uh, Debucho, good afternoon to you. Your ideas, please, short and sharp. Bongani and the MEC, but go ahead, Debucho. Bongani, partnership between Western medicine and medicine. Western medicine and traditional medicine, that's what you're saying? Yes, it's working in China, it's working in India, it's working in South America. And there was one talk of it here in South Africa. I don't know where that discussion ended. And it, it, it could be at a fraction of the cost of, 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 of for certain, of course, not all medical ailments, but for certain medical ailments, it can really uh, uh, do something to the budget, but clashing some of the things. All right, Debucho in Johannesburg, they're saying a partnership between traditional and Western medicine. That uh, is a solution he is proposing. Uh, Dr. Gwen, those are just some of the solutions we are getting coming through. Uh, a strong emphasis by many people on particularly private and public partnerships. You, of course, uh, would have heard uh, from Dr. Nyati a little bit earlier on around leadership, around management, all these issues coming through. I hope you're writing down furiously as we're taking your calls on 011-883-0702. Your ideas for the MEC, they've got the lion's share of this budget adjustment and uh, we are taking your calls for your suggestions. Uh, let's talk to Corsi in Bryanston. Corsi, good afternoon. Hi, good morning. Yes, Corsi, short and sharp. The MEC is listening and writing furiously. Okay. MEC, I'm a procurement professional and for me, what is lacking the most is good procurement governance. Um, the fact that tenders are still done manually I mean, there's technology where you can e-auction. And on e-auction, you have your contract, you have a spend, you know who bid it for what. Um, and there's also accountability. If that supplier does not do what they contracted for, they legally bound themselves. 
It helps with filing. Everything is electronic. Documents can't go missing. And people can't manually interfere with the system and put suppliers that are on the system that don't belong there. And also in procurement, supplier management. That is the division that ensures that before the supplier gets that tender or gets that job, okay. we go and review that. Do they have a certain if they transporting food? Yeah. Do they have certifications and so All right, Kosi, we are and losing you. I'm so- Sorry, Kosi, we are losing the you there. The signal isn't very clear, but you've made the point, making sure that you've got procurement professionals who know what they're doing. There are e-systems that can easily deal with a number of problems that arise. We'll take one more. Innocent and Germiston, very quickly, please. So, hi, uh, Innocent here. Look, there's, there's, it all boils down to three things, efficiency, productivity, and accountability. Uh, I mean, I mean if, if you cannot contain or reduce costs, then you cannot operate efficiently enough and therefore you cannot demand more money. Absolutely. Efficiency, productivity and accountability there from Innocent. Dr. Gwen, I think you've had a number of suggestions. I hope uh, they've been useful. But I suppose we can talk until we're blue in the face. I think one of the things that stands out for many Gautengas is this issue of accountability. If we just take the coffins on the highway yesterday, there isn't always a sense that when something like that goes wrong or it happens, there's an immediate reaction from your office, people responsible, uh, we know who it is and we know what actions are going to be taken. Uh, and thank you very much uh, for uh, the, the ideas that came through. And I want to start with, uh, I think it's uh, Sandy Lenyati, uh, a colleague. Um, uh, he was, uh, in, in Sepedi, we, we, we will say that Opile Komo, Opile Komo, Dr. Ramakopa, I'm afraid we're running out of time, so I just need a quick response so we can go. Meaning that he he actually got it right, that uh, the issue of management is key and central. And uh, secondly, the issues of uh, inefficiency, we are looking at them. Uh, Indeed, and also, but we must remember that um, with the money that uh, the public has been given the Department of Health over the years, uh, we have seen life expectancy increasing. There are a number of areas that are centers of excellence. So we need to isolate those areas that uh, are inefficient and decisively deal with them. Uh, we ha- I have gone through the AG's reports over the years, and there has also been a plethora of um, uh, consultancies that were also trying to look at what the problem is with the Department of Health. Uh, we've also looked at them. Uh, with the, with the MEC for finance has indicated that uh, since uh, uh, we started this financial year, yeah. there has been significant improvements. For instance, payment of uh, Do- uh, Dr. I'm afraid I'm afraid we, we're going to have to come to the end of our conversation there. But I do hope you've taken into account all the suggestions that you have received. And we'll continue, of course, having more conversations in the future. And really, for me, the issue that rings out loudly that I hope you really hear me on is this issue of accountability and there being people made to account when things go wrong. But we thank you for your time and best of luck. Indeed, accountability and consequence management is the essential that we do. Gauteng Health MEC, Dr. Wayne Ramokhopa.